0: Hey guys, welcome back to the show. You're listening to The Dr. Lowe Show. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. So I'm excited about this particular episode. I have a girlfriend on the show who is a newer friend. We had a recent adventure going to Austin, Texas, Pretty recently for a friend's gender reveal. So that was a blast. I got to connect with her more personally, and I'm just really excited to share her expertise with you. I know so many of you are going to really resonate with her. Before we jump into the episode, I want to give some love to our show sponsor Paleo Valley. I love them. I shout their love from the rooftops because they have such amazing products that are very high quality. I love their integrity as a company and they don't cut any corners in their products. And that's really important. I'm paranoid about supplements. I'm always really careful about what I prescribe for patients. So I only recommend this because I do prescribe this for my patients. So I wanted to tell you about a product that they have that I absolutely love, especially right now. It's their turmeric complex. And this is So great at supporting healthy joints, brain health, immune health. I know all of us are really conscious of our immune health right now. And why I like this one in particular is that it's full spectrum and it's whole food based. So there's not extracts. It doesn't pull different nutrients out of it. You get the whole plant. And what they find actually is turmeric in the whole form. It has 300 other beneficial components to it, rather than just pulling out the active ingredients. And when you take things in a whole food form, there's a synergy with all the different nutrients in that particular foods. It's beyond just our brains, right? God designed these things in nature that we're just still learning about the benefits of these particular foods. And this product, there's also turmeric, ginger, rosemary, and cloves. And so there's a synergy with all of these together that modulate a healthy inflammation response and also minimize oxidative stress us, which is what has us age. So it supports healthy DNA. And because it has black pepper in it, it's also the absorption is increased by six times. So 600% increase absorption. So I am a huge fan of the turmeric complex, check it out. It's great as a holiday gift. And to start your 2022, right, you can get it over at paleovalley.com and at checkout, enter Dr. Lowe and you get 15% off. Enjoy. All right, so let's jump into this episode. I have my girlfriend on the show, Natalie Jill, and she is a badass. She's a fat loss expert turned high performance coach. She has helped women turn their visions into reality. She's age 49, which are you 50 now? 50. Okay, 50 50 now. I was going to say 49. Yeah,
1: you can can age me down. I'm good at that.
0: You look like you're 29. And she's just built such amazing things in her career. She's gifted at helping women uncover what's holding them back from results and guiding them to uncover and then master their true passion and calling for a life that thrives. In the process, she has created a globally recognized brand with well over two and a half million social media followers worldwide two best best-selling books in recognition from Forbes and greatest several years as one of the top health and wellness influencers in the world. And she has really exciting program that's launching very soon. So Natalie, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me excited to chat. And I love that you aged me down. It's perfect. (laughs) Always. So yeah, these topics are ones that women really struggle with. And I'm really happy to get into this because first of all, one of the things I love about you is your mindset around this topic. And I think that just the way that like fat loss and body composition and aging, how it's talked about in our culture. It's just so frustrating, especially just the pressure that women put on themselves to just feel like they have to be like a 20 year old their whole life. And I just think that I noticed, especially when we were traveling together, just your mindset around health and aging. And despite all the curveballs that have been thrown to you, I'm I'm just so impressed with it. So Mm -hmm. I want to talk a little bit about the mindset around aging. So how do you have such a positive, empowered view about it? And did you always feel this way? Yeah, great question. So I
1: believe we really create our own reality and that might sound woo woo or out there, but it's it's true. We, We create our own reality. And when women think that they're too old or it's too late, and they start believing that, they're gonna find evidence to back that up. It's yeah. just what happens. And I see that every day because I'll run into somebody and they'll say, how old are you? And I'll, 50, oh, I can't believe you're 50. And my answer, yeah. but what's 50 supposed to look like? Why do we have this idea that 50 is supposed to be a certain way or 60 or 70 or whatever it is? Why do we have these negative beliefs around aging? Yeah. And what I find is I tend to attract a lot of people in my life that have that youthful attitude towards aging. So I really do believe we create our own reality. We find evidence to it. Mm -hmm. It's not too long ago that people thought 30 was old or people thought 20 was old. If you take back 100, 150 years, people thought that. So it's, we can really truly create our own reality. So the first step with everything and anything is to make a decision of what you want it to be, what you want something to mean.
0: Yes. Being that decisive factor in it, right? It's like you, it's that personal choice. Is that what you find as one of the main things that has a woman succeed or not in the programs that you do? I think in any part of life
1: with any of our goals, it's a decision yeah. when And I work with so many different people, whether it's with fat loss or with their business growth. And my first question is, what have you decided to people? Because when somebody starts the conversation with, I'm too old, it's too late, or I'm too broke, or I'm too this, or I'm too, that's a decision that they've made. So there's nothing that I or any other strategist or consultant or coach could do if that's a decision that we're stuck in. So the number one step is what are you deciding? What is it that you're declaring? What is it that you want to to happen for your life? And are you there first? And you can create the meaning that goes along with that.
0: Yeah. The means as to how to get there comes later, but that decision that's taken the ground is first and foremost.
1: Yeah. And you see that in your practice. I'm sure people come in and they're going to give you all the things they've been told they have wrong with them. And it's almost like they're, it's like this game of who's selling who are they're trying to enroll you on all the things wrong with them. I have this genetic thing and I have this diagnosis and I have this, but are they really in there to learn and have an opinion? Or are they trying to sell you on what is currently there? I see that all the time with people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so that's my first question back to people is, is, what are you here for? What is it that you want? Basically, so we tend to, we've been trained to, to tell people what our ailments are and what's wrong and all the things that are broken. But what I want people to start looking at is what do they want? What would make them thrive? What would be happy and ideal? I, I happen to have a lot of friends a lot younger than me in age, and I enjoy that. And I have friends of all ages, but I would think I was telling you this on the plane that I actually like some of my younger friends because it's a nice break from what's wrong in our lives. <laughs> They're not talking yeah. about their ailments and all this, and it distracts me from mine. Right. So I want to <laughs> be around people that aren't talking about that or focused on it.
0: 100%. And your environment is so essential. Once once you made this decision, you have to have people around you who are going to be a good influence on you.
1: Yeah. It's like anything. Like I know you're a faith, Lauren, and you think about when you're around a bunch of other people that have your same faith beliefs, it feels good. You're around, yeah. it, you feel good. If you're around a bunch of people that don't have those same beliefs, it feels combative in a
0: mm-hmm, way. Mm-hmm.
1: So we, that's another thing that we choose. What are we surrounding ourselves with? What are we taking in? What do we want to focus on?
0: Yeah. Tell, tell me about your rock bottom a little bit more. Oh my gosh. But, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. I I've had many rock bottoms and I really believe that they're, they are now lessons for me. And they, when we have things happen to us in our lives, we have a choice to look at them as, is it happening to us or is it happening for us? But the pivotal moment for me, which changed my entire outlook on life was my gosh, it was almost, it was 14, 15 years ago. Now it's quite some time ago. I was in corporate America I was not in health, fat loss, fitness. It was always an interest of mine. It wasn't my specialty at the time. I was in sales. I was a sales director and my life for the first time in my life was not working at all. Uh, A lot of things were going wrong and it was almost like just one thing after the next. It was this domino thing that kept happening to me. But back in 2007, 2008, um, I just had my daughter. I was becoming a newly single mom. It wasn't not something I had expected. I was now going to be divorced, new single mom. Uh, The housing market and stock market had crashed. I found myself backwards on my house. I found myself not being able to keep my current job because I was going to be a full-time single mom. So I had to make a change there. I found myself for the first time in my life, totally in debt, overweight, unhealthy, depressed. I definitely had postpartum depression. I didn't know at Mm -hmm. the time. I was super overwhelmed. And to make matters worse, I felt like a fake person. And Mm -hmm. why do I say that? Well, authentically, no one knew what I was going through because I was doing what a lot of people do. I was living a life for other people. I had this, the resume of things I was supposed to do, have the nice house, check, get married, check, have the good job, check. But I felt like no one really knew who I was and I didn't even know who I was. And what made depression and financial problems and the weight and everything so much worse is I didn't feel I had anyone that would understand or anyone that I could talk to about it. So it really compounded and I had to face myself and in that, and I know you can relate to having those moments like that, but in the, that rock bottom moment for me, I had to look at myself and instead of feeling sorry for myself and saying all these things wrong with me and what's wrong and really convincing the world and myself, what was wrong. I had to literally look at myself and say, okay, but Natalie, what do you want? Mm
0: -hmm. What do you want?
1: And when I had that awareness that I can create a new reality my whole life started to change. I started Mm. attracting different things and it really changed how I look at everything, including fat loss, including depression, including finances, including success, including age as to approaching things from what do I want? What's the possibility versus what's the circumstance and what is.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes. And how did you pull out of it? What was like the first positive step that got you out of that.
1: Yeah. The number one, first step is I had to decide what my vision was and Mm -hmm. I didn't even, I had never heard the word vision. I didn't know what that was. So I remember I turned on Oprah and they were talking about the secret and I decided I heard them say vision board and I thought, okay. So I grabbed a bunch of magazines and I didn't even know what would make me happy, but I started pulling through the magazines and pulling out anything that lit me up that anything that made Mm -hmm. me feel good. Things like a picture of an ocean, Fit girls, happy mother and daughter, just anything that made me feel a little bursts of possibility. And yeah. I put those things on that vision board. And the key step there was, and I call those, by the way, decision boards now, because I don't want mm. it to just be a vision and they're a decision board. Oh, I love I, that. I had to make a decision that I was going to look at that board and start operating as the girl living in that board. So what that meant was I would look at it and say, okay, if I was the girl living at the beach, like the picture on this board, what would I be doing each day? And I thought I'd probably go for a walk at the beach every day if I lived at the beach. So I had to start walking at the beach. I just started, drove and I walked to the beach. Your body doesn't know what's reality and what's your thought, you know, what you're leaning towards. Or I'd look at the fit girl and say, if I was the fit girl living in that board, what would I eat? What would I listen to today? Who would I talk to? What would I read? How would I move my body? And I started acting as if I was that future possibility Versus my current depressed, overweight, hormonal, bummed out, miserable being. And my life started to change by operating from that way.
0: That's so good. I think about the concept of be, do, have, right? Mm -hmm. Where a lot of times it's the flip side where people think, okay, I have to have all of these different things, have this particular life, and then I'm going to be that person. But it's really the flip side. It's It's like like being that person now, and then you do the things that person would do, and then you have those results. It's so So beautiful.
1: when it comes to health and weight loss, I have fully figured this out. And I know it with such conviction. I know it with such certainty that I, I feel I have to shout it for the, from the rooftops of people that are struggling because so many women, especially are so struggling with their weight and hating themselves and feeling this. And they just jump into the next workout program or the next diet or the next cleanse or the next supplement. And they're missing it. I'm yeah. like, no, before any of that's an action before any of that. What do you want and why? And do you believe, have you decided that there's a possibility for it? We have to spend more time there first. Mm -hmm. That's what sets my programs apart. I'll share that right now is that's what we, the work that we do. The rest of it's easy. The workouts and nutrition, that part's easy. Once you've decided that you're going to operate from that place.
0: And is that how people get and stay motivated is by continually revisiting everything.
1: It's, every, it's the complete secret weapon. There's something I call a driving core motivator. And a driving core motivator is the secret weapon to getting and staying motivated. It's your real reason why you want to make a change for yourself. It's that thing that lights you up. There is no reason to feel like you have to find a way to get motivated or find that when you know that thing, when it's so in you, it's part of you. We all have those things in our life. We all have something in our life that just makes us feel so good and so happy and so excited. It doesn't feel like a chore. Mm -hmm. That's what we have to do with our bodies and our health. We have to get to that place first. If it feels like work, like, oh, I got to do this dumb cleanse, or I got to do this hard workout, or I have to, I can't eat these foods. That doesn't, that's not fun. That's not rewarding. It feels
0: like deprivation and it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's staying focused on what that driving core motivator is. And then those actions are just in line with, with that particular focus, yes. right? That particular destination. I mean, and
1: you think about a patient that comes into you, if you got if two patients in a day and one person comes in and they say, Oh, nothing's worked for me. I've been to every doctor. I've got this ailment, and this yeah. genetic thing and this and that. And what do you got? What, what, what do you have? that's different. That's one patient. And your other <laughs> patient comes in and they're like, listen, Dr. Lowe, this is my year. I am going to get, I, I can feel it. I am dropping this weight. I'm going to feel amazing. I want to get healthy. I want to play with yep. my kids. I want to be vibrant. I'm so excited. Let's do this. Who yep. are you more excited to
0: help? Really? <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. I love the patients where they start off going, well, these are the things that are better. These are the things that we're still working on. Just having it's, it's that progress mindset, right? Yes. Not like this all or nothing. Like it's a failure because I didn't get all yes. of these results yet. It's like, okay, it's a journey. It's we're not on combative. way.
1: And I think what people don't realize is they'll gain so much more support operating from possibility too. people want to help them. Like, I'm so excited to help people in possibility, I have no interest in being combative with someone. That doesn't sound, that's not fun. That doesn't set us up to win.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So people rely on willpower so much. Why is willpower so hard? Well, because it's the wrong thing to rely on. Yeah. That's
1: like saying, I'm going to rely on the lottery, that I'm going to win the lottery this year. That's what I'm relying on. That mm-hmm. doesn't. That's not easy. I'm just going to rely on, I'm going to starve myself. These are, those aren't like real things. These are out there. Can somebody win the lottery? Sure. Can somebody starve themselves and be successful? Sure. But that's not, this isn't reality. So we're focusing on the wrong thing. But mm-hmm. when you can take a different approach, when you can look at what do I want and why and really do that work, what is that going to feel like when I get there? What is that going to be like? Who's the person I'm going to become when I'm there? That is totally easier. The willpower thing, we're just setting ourselves up for failure.
0: Mm -hmm. It didn't work
1: before. It's not going to work now.
0: Mm -hmm. Yep. One of the things you really specialize in is helping women in their forties and fifties with fat loss. So what goes wrong with fat loss as we age, as opposed to maybe twenties and thirties, what's the difference?
1: So with twenties and thirties, we get lucky a lot. We get lucky, we've got the genes are working for us. We haven't aged, we don't have the injuries yet. We still have, you do an MRI, you don't have the degeneration in your disc yet. You don't, right. we get lucky, right? There's not a lot of people that really struggle with weight in their twenties. I'm not saying there's not somebody who does, but there's a lot of, it's just a lot easier. So what happens is people think, Oh, I'm older. Now that's the problem. No, that's not the problem. The problem is you never actually learn the habits you got lucky and now it's (laughs) catching up to you, catching up to you. So it's making that whole change there. You've got to operate from a different place. Okay. So now we're in our forties and fifties, it's time to get serious. The habits I did not learn in my twenties and thirties Aren't gonna work for me now because I didn't learn those. So that we have to break that down first and, and mm. learn the basics there. So that's what, So a lot of people are actually starting in their
0: 40s and 50s. They got mm-hmm. lucky earlier. Yep. No, I, I see that all the time with patients. They say, I'm doing the same exact thing. Why is it not working for me now? It's yeah, you were lucky then. And this is the time to really start putting those habits in place so that you can prevent issues for the rest of your life. Yeah. Really. It's such yes. a crucial time to take charge of that. So you have had some injuries recently. And as we are speaking, you have a fancy Louboutin boot on your foot. So tell us a little bit about some of these injuries and just how you've been so empowered around it. It's really inspiring.
1: Gosh, I feel like a human pincushion these days. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I've had more injuries than a lot of people in the last couple of years. However, most of them are my fault. I'm not going to, they weren't, it's not like I just genetically got older and they happen. They, I'm an, I'm athletic. I'm an athlete. I do mm-hmm. things and I'm a risk taker. and I injuries go along with it. One of those injuries is a torn bicep. Another one was a disc Ugh. rupture in my lower back. I've had foot things. However, I it's funny that they happen all at once, but it's yeah. also been a big lesson for me in surrender and looking at, okay, what's causing this and what happens when we're in pain? There's something I love speaking into and that's called the pain cycle. So many people, if you are in your 40s or 50s, you have some injury at some point at some time or you know what pain is. Pain really can deter people and I understand it you get in pain and you don't wanna do something because it hurts. So let's just take lower back, that's a big one. A lot of women, especially men too, will say my lower back hurts. My back hurts so I can't work out. Okay, so we don't work out now and we get more stiff. And now because I can't work out, I'm going to start gaining more weight and I don't feel great. So I'm going to eat on the, sit on the couch and I'm going to eat more junk food that I wouldn't have normally ate. And I'm going to gain right. even more weight. And now I'm going to create more inflammation and I've got more pain. So now when I go try to work out, it's really bad. And I'm going to blame it on my happens. Right. That's the yeah. pain cycle, right? So most of those situations, not all, but most your doctor would not have told you you can't move. They didn't say you have uh, degeneration in your back. You cannot move. That's not what they're saying. They're saying you've got degeneration in your back. We've got to address it, but maybe you haven't been given the tools to address it. What you want to do is actually break the pain cycle. And how do you do that? You do that by moving a body and mm-hmm. motion stage in motion. So if you're in pain, you actually do need to move. When mm-hmm. you move, you're going to start greasing the wheel. Things start working better. And mentally you start feeling better. When you're moving your energy, your focus, your attitude, everything starts increasing. Now Mm -hmm. you're more likely to stay more active, not be in pain. You're more likely to take on healthy eating, eating anti-inflammatory, and you're going to thrive and get out of pain. Yeah. I could go a lot deeper there, but just to give you like some examples, lower back, for instance, most people feel that in their forties or fifties. If I did an MRI on every female in their forties or fifties, there'd be some type of degeneration. Some of people would feel it and some would not. Mm-hmm. Uh, why do some feel it and others do not? The ones that are not feeling it, they probably have very active glutes
0: mm-hmm. They have very right. active
1: glutes and they are using their core correctly. When you're doing those things, when you're using those, your glutes and your core actively, we take our lower back out of the equation. When you're not using those correctly, you're going to feel that in your lower back because that's not the correct thing. So -hmm. for example, if someone says, I do a plank and my lower back hurts, I guarantee they're not doing their plank. If you're not doing a plank, your lower back is going to feel it. When you're doing it stiff and right, and you're using your muscles, you're not gonna feel it there. Mm -hmm. So it's really critical to recognize the pain cycle is your body's way of telling you what needs to change so you can correct imbalances and get moving but just accepting that pain is going on. Therefore I can't, you're just participating in the pain cycle and nothing will change.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes. And it just really adds to that victim mindset. There's nothing empowering about it at all. You told me, so you had two back surgeries, right? I did. I had two back surgery. Wow. And I think you said that one of the best things to help with the pain was working on your glutes, right? That's exactly what helped me with it. That's amazing. And and coming from a fitness background. Yeah. And I did, I did
1: two laser endoscopic surgeries. I did stem cell. I did PRP. I did laser. I did all the things Mm -hmm. and all of them helped a little bit, but they weren't correcting the problem. And when I was really studying my spine and what's going on there, I'm like, okay, I can't you, I can't rebuild it back to new. I'm not, I can't, that's not a possibility. Like you get a fusion, but that's not going to fix it back to new. So I started looking, okay, what's my back doing the work for? And then I start looking at, okay, our back is not meant to bend in all those places all the time. So what could use, what could take the load instead? My glutes, my hamstrings, my core. So when I started hyper-focusing on that, all the pain went away. Now it doesn't mean I don't ever have a flare up. Um, Like right now with a boot on my foot, I have some flare ups because I'm walking different, but knowing I can go activate my glute and get myself out of pain, changes
0: everything. Mm -hmm. And it's just wild because you went to so many specialists and it wasn't until you did your own research, right. Then you started changing how you work out. And that's what actually made the biggest difference with your pain.
1: Exactly. It made a huge difference. So it went from like a level 10 to call it a level two. So it didn't fix it. It just made it, it drastically changed how I'm feeling it. And that's one example. And this could be for for anyone dealing with injuries everywhere. So Mm -hmm. take the bicep Terry had. Clearly I couldn't use my arm for six months while that's healing, but it didn't give me a reason to stay on the couch and do nothing.
0: Exactly. Can I
1: walk? Can I do other things? to get myself out of that pain. Sleep.
0: Yeah. What can you do? Okay. Yes. Do that. <laughs> yeah. Going from a 10 to a two. If the doctor was having those kinds of results, the patients would be lined about the door. So pretty incredible. Yeah. Yes.
1: And this is something as we're recording this, I did a little master class last night with, two, That's of my right. surgeon, with yeah. two of my surgeon friends. And these are both well-known spine surgeons and they didn't disagree with any of this. This, you need to do what she's talking about first. Their job would be easier if people did. Right. They want results. And when people just have back surgery, that does not permanently fix the problem. They mm-hmm. have to realize that unless you change your movement, how your body's functioning and your nutrition on top of it and your health, that won't last.
0: Yeah. I just love how, as you go through these challenges, you're sharing with your audience, what's working for you. You're sharing the lessons and the main takeaways that you're getting. Cause you're just you're helping them deal with these kinds of issues too. I just think it's really amazing. Like doing Thank this you. masterclass with your surgeons. It's so cool. Thank you. I'm sure they love it too. Cause they're probably not that active on social media. <laughs> right? They love it. But yeah. you
1: know, it's, it's, that's another part of turning pain into purpose. And the thing that first crosses my mind when I have an injury is, oh gosh, here we go again. I, this is embarrassing. How am I going to share that? But then when yeah. I get out of my ego there, I'm like, okay, wait, this happened for me. I'm learning something and this could help somebody else now.
0: Exactly. If you're dealing with it, it's, you're not the only person dealing with it. Exactly. We're all, we're all connected. We're all listening. like, as
1: we're talking, I probably had 10 hot flashes. So that's probably the yes. next topic for me. <laughs>
0: yeah, there you go. And I'm sure yeah. a bunch of women listening are having them yeah. too. <laughs> now, they feel seen. Good. You and I had the chance to go to a really amazing restaurant in Austin and just geek out on nutrition. So let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So in your view, what are the best nutrition practices as Gosh. we age?
1: So the number one thing is going back to unprocessing and eating natural, real food. So I feel that the first step that people tend to skip is, are we unprocessing our diet? So what does that mean? And I'm not trying to be like super picky on there, but just did it once grow? Is it food in its most natural state? So fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, oils, lean proteins, just starting with that will make huge differences for people. If we just focus on, I'm eating real, natural, unprocessed food. That's step Mm -hmm. number one. Step number two is, I wish more people would focus on addition versus deprivation. So what does that mean? It's kind it's real, actually common sense, Lauren. I mean, anyone that says it's not like, you, you've got to be kidding. It's common sense. We know what's healthy and what's not. We just do Yeah. apple. Good chocolate. Not so good. Gummy bears. Not so good. Broccoli. Amazing fish. Good. Like we we know fried chicken, not so amazing. We know the <laughs> common sense thing. So if we focus on can we add in more of the good? Like how do we add in so much more of the good that we make less room for the not so good? That's a really easy way to have wins and get mm-hmm. healthier without feeling, oh, I can't have all these things. Yeah. So if we just start with, I'm gonna unprocess my diet and I'm gonna make it a game every day. Like how much water can I get in? How many vegetables can I get in? How many of the healthy foods can I get in first? Those two things alone change so much for people. Mm-hmm. There's other layers after that, of course. But just starting with that, if you're listening right now and you've got 50 plus pounds to use, lose, those are the only two rules you need to look at right now. Really? Those yeah. alone will change so much for you. After that, I can get into a lot of details, but typically, especially if somebody's dealing with pain, I'm gonna probably suggest that we are taking out sugar, grains, and dairy. There's a mm-hmm. lot of science behind that, but it's not where I start people always. So I start people on step one and t- you know, let's on processes, get in more of the good, less room for the bad. Let's hydrate more. Then we're going to look at taking it up a notch and getting out foods that are creating inflammation in our bodies.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. And then, cause it's coming from such more of an empowered mindset doing that, rather than just taking all the quote unquote bad things out to like yeah. actually give our bodies more love through nutrition. And then, then we get inspired by that, we get excited about it because we start feeling better. And then like, say, okay, what can I take out now?
1: All foods have a tendency to either heal or hurt us. If you really look, mm-hmm. if you break it down that simple, like when you're eating foods, are they helping you thrive? Like vegetables and fruits, such, so much goodness in those. So it, yeah. I cringe when people say things like, I can't have carrots. There's too much sugar. I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my nobody gosh. ever got obese from having carrots. <laughs> not what, right. that's not what happens, but we can start focusing on what are the nutrients we get from carrots. I don't believe someone's going to eat, overeat carrots but if we mm-hmm. can focus on, I've got to get more carrots and I've got to get broccoli and I've got to get snap peas in, I've got to get kale and whatever, like I'm going to focus on getting those in. We're really yeah. healing ourselves.
0: Hmm. hundred percent. So you've worked with thousands and thousands of women. What do you see as the main things or the, the few things that women do wrong when it comes to nutrition? Yes. Uh,
1: number one, they jump right into nutrition or the workout without doing this whole mindset piece. And I know people cringe when they hear mindset but it's so critical. We've got to understand what do I want and why we have got to get really clear on your vision
0: Mm -hmm. before
1: we do the action. I have a method and I teach it in my total body thrive program. It's called decide vision action. So we spend the initial part first on decision. What is it that you actually want? And that's not always a quick answer, but really uncovering what is it that you actually want and why do you want it? And then what's your vision? What is it going to look like? Feel, smell, be like when you're there. And then I give you a lot of tools to help people not, not stray off of that. For instance, I say, I kill fat for a living. That's not the fat on our bodies alone. That's the, what I call false assumed truths. Those are all those beliefs that we have to unwind. Like I could cringe how many people have had their doctor tell them, Oh, you, you had a hysterectomy. You're going to gain 50 pounds. You have this, you're going to this. No, stop. Those are false assumed truths. I have to unwind that with people. If we can get rid of those false assumed truths, then now we're in a position for action, and when you're super fired up with your decision and your vision, and we've killed all those false assumed truths, and we're really laser clear, now the action's super fun because yeah. now you're really ready to take on the nutrition and the workouts.
0: Mm-hmm. It's like downhill in a good way; it just flows. It's, yes. it's you're not pushing against that resistance. Yeah, exactly. That's so good. What do you think about macros or counting calories? What's your I don't
1: like any of it. And here's the thing. C- can they all work? Sure, they can work, but they fall into the deprivation and restriction and set people up for failure.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: uh, for one, I'm completely against calorie counting. And my reason is there's no way to accurately know exactly how many calories you're having. And it sets us up for neurotic behavior and disappointment. It mm-hmm. really does. And if you, you think about it, most people are grossly underestimating how many that they are eating. And they're overestimating how many they're burning. That's the first problem. The second is there's no way to know. Like you look at an apple, how many calories are an apple? I don't know. How big is your apple? How ripe is it? there's too many variables there. What I see is it sets people up for failure in that. And it sets people up to be focusing on the wrong things. I want you to focus on quality of food, not number counting. And then Matt, there's a lot of different ways to look at that. I do teach a balance of protein, carbs, and fat. So it's like a macro thing, but I'm not into counting points or counting numbers there,
0: because again, it sets people up for disappointment and failure when they do it wrong. For fat loss specifically, do you see it more as nutrition, making the biggest difference for that or exercise, or does it have to be a combination of both in your experience? It and- can
1: be either, or, and let me explain. Mm-hmm. So mindset, first of all, is the number one thing. If someone decides that they are getting healthy, they, and they really know how to make that decision that will change everything. Cause their actions follow that. But after mm-hmm. that it's either, or, so let's say you're an athlete. Um, like just take think of an Olympic athlete. It doesn't matter what they eat. It, it doesn't like they work out. you. There's a point where you work out enough that what you eat is not going to affect the fat loss. I'm not talking health. I'm talking fat loss, right? right. That's not going to matter. However, most people, that's not the situation. That's not the situation. Mm -hmm. They are going to need to focus on because they're not working out at athlete level. They are not an athlete. Nutrition is going to be the most important thing. Mm -hmm. You can absolutely
0: lose fat without working out by doing the nutrition. Mm -hmm. I love your dog. What about for ladies listing and they're going, okay, I would love to do this, but I don't like to work out. <laughs> and I know fitness is a component to your program. So what would you say to those ladies? You don't have
1: to work out. You, you really don't. If you Like I said, it's neither, or if you, there are people that do my programs, they don't ever touch a workout ever by wow. just doing the mindset activities and the nutrition, you can have change incredible changes incredible doesn't mm-hmm. mean i don't recommend working out but you absolutely can get results we're talking specific fat loss right now yeah right specific to fat loss mm-hmm. it also depends on what else you're doing what else is happening in your life if you're dealing with pain i'm going to suggest some movement because that's going to be what corrects and balances and gets you out of pain but yeah. for strictly fat loss that doesn't matter
0: yeah I, I think even just taking that expectation off the table is there's something about that, that at least for me, when I hear that, I'm like, okay, I want to do the workouts. Cause it's like, I don't have to, but I can, if I want to.
1: Workouts on all my programs are always their bonus material. They're not required. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And people are amazed. They actually can get massive results without doing the workout part. So how long are your programs? So I have so many programs, but the one that I always suggest that women start with is my total body thrive program, because it's an eight week program Mm -hmm. and we do them live a few times a year, a few times a year. So what's amazing about that is you have a log on of videos that teach you everything that take you through all the activities for the mind, for your body, for nutrition, everything. So you really learn it. But we have weekly zoom sessions as well, where I do a small group coaching where I'm Digging deeper into these topics and doing live coaching. Mm-hmm. And then there's a Facebook community. So the program works. We've helped over 250,000 women and some men in there uh, lose the weight and keep it off and just tremendous success. We have a complete guarantee on it, meaning if someone comes into Total Body Thrive, they show up, they do all the work in there and they don't get results. We wouldn't deserve to get paid. So we would refund them. That has never happened. Truth be told, we've had a few people say that they have wanted a refund because they didn't do it. That's different. That's not (laughs) what I'm talking about, but I've never had anyone show up and do the program and not get results. That's never happened. Mm -hmm. So it is guaranteed. So for some people, when they're looking, what I want them to consider for January is if you really are in a place that you've decided, you're like, this is what you're saying, Natalie is resonating. I've decided I'm going to say, then jump in and do it because if you don't trust yourself, trust me because I've helped so many people like you shed this and do it with a hundred percent success rate. This isn't about just trying another program. This is
0: jumping into a
1: method that we know
0: works. Yeah. It's on a crash diet. And that's the key is keeping it off. Like we know the biggest, the biggest loser, Truly. They were the biggest losers because they didn't keep it off.
1: Yes. And what happens so many times is when women come in and they have results, the next thing is it works so well that they now want a bigger plan for their life. So now they're like, Oh, I'm ready for a relationship or I want to start a business or I want to, because that feeling not good in your body just overtakes so many areas of our lives. And I don't want that for people. I want people to experience what it can be like to truly thrive.
0: Mm -hmm. I know. I love that with my patients when they just, they feel so good. Now they're ready to do all these things, especially patients of mine, like in their sixties or patients in their seventies, like they want a whole new career that they, they want to get into. And it's so inspiring when you just get that. Just that um, new possibility, right? That new mindset. Yes. You can, you can, it's not too late. It's never too late it's to not get in late. the best shape of your life, to feel amazing. I love this. So, the Total Body Thrive, how can women sign up for that? Yeah. And when, you can, and when is it? It's mid January, yep, right?
1: Stars. uh at totalbodythrive.com forward slash Dr. Lowe. So, D R L O. Make sure you put that so I know that you came from her. So, totalbodythrive.com forward slash D-R-L-O, Dr. Lowe. You can sign up as soon as you hear this. We start mid-January. It's a live program. You always will have access to the program, but the live aspect, the Zoom calls, all of that starts mid-January.
0: I want to. Yes, do it. Yeah. Love to have you in it. Yeah, you guys listening, do it with me. Let's do this thing. I'm excited. I want to have another baby. So I got to do oh, body yes. prep for another baby. There we go. That's
1: a true never a, too late. That's a driving core motivator. That's an exactly that is a driving core motivator. It
0: is. I'm turning 41 next month. So yeah, but that's my perfect. eggs are aging in reverse. <laughs> that's perfect. I love this so much. Thank you so much, Natalie, for just your amazing energy. You're so inspiring to women. And you really just you're the role model that women see. And, and not even just like from a place of Of just wanting to, it's not like from a place of perfection, it's from a place of authenticity and being vulnerable and being transparent. And I think that's a huge reason why you're so successful what you do. Because women feel seen, they feel like they can relate to you. So I just want to say you're amazing. And thank um, you. Yeah, I'm just so inspired by you. And I'm so glad we got to meet. And so thank you for all of your expertise, sharing it with my listeners and you guys listening. Definitely hop on the program. Yes. uh, We'll talk soon. Thank you. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dr. Low Radio. Thank you so much for joining us. And for more after the show, you can head over to drlowshow.com where you can find the show notes. Be sure to subscribe to the show and share with all your friends. And please head over to iTunes and leave the show a five-star review and leave a comment. I read each and every one and they warm my heart. Thank you so much again for joining us. I promise to keep bringing you fun, inspiring, empowering content. Until next time, lots of love and I'll talk to you soon.